0: Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back, or welcome to my podcast. My name is Carly, and I am so excited to co create with you within this incredible universe that we all play a part in. I am so excited to say that I am back to interviewing other amazing souls on this podcast. And today I have Neo Positivity from neopositivity.com. And this interview was incredible and so much fun because me and Neo really dive deep into the knowing that bots really do become things. You are in complete control in your life, and we dive deep on how you can transform the way you see things around you, and how to navigate any thoughts which are not aligned with your vision. So if you're ready to dive deep and allow yourself to tap back into and take your power back for 2022, this is the place to be. So are you ready? Let's co-create. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, So welcome back, beautiful souls. Today, I am doing another interview, which I am very excited about. Today, I have Neo from neopositivity.com. Neo, I was very interested and I was very excited for this interview when I found out that just after eight months of watching The Secret, you decided to leave and retire, which sounds crazy, retiring at the age of 28. (laughs) eight months after starting um, your career as a um, law officer. So I'm very interested, um, what made you decide um, after learning about the secret and law of attraction that law enforcement just wasn't for you?
1: You know what, uh, I think it was kind of like reverse. Um, I, was a, I was a cop for uh, eight years. And uh, I just knew it wasn't for me because I, I felt like I was meant to help more than just the citizens of my town. I felt like I was meant to do more. And I was always considered that, that kindergarten counselor. know, everybody came to me with their, their problems and issues, and I, I was good at giving advice. So I think it was that drive, you know, to pursue something that I was meant to do that had me get in my mindset of... You know this profession isn't for me. It's great. It's wonderful. I love what I was doing, but I need more. And so that's when I had manifested the movie The Secret into my life, and I saw it, and I was obsessed. I started doing every mental exercise I could think of. I would create new, different mental exercises. And eight months later, in November, uh, I ended up retiring.
0: Wow. So, like, what is it that you saw or heard specifically, if anything, in The Secret that made you, like, decide, like, this was the path and, like, this was the answer that you were looking for that ultimately led to you um, just deciding to kind of, like, step away from your, quote-unquote, like, traditional career? Well,
1: you know what? Uh, (laughs) Money obviously makes the world go round. And I think I was making like $86,000 a year as a cop, which is great, but that's not what I wanted. I see these guys driving all these fancy cars and living in mansions, I I might as well shoot for that. And uh, as soon as I saw the secret and realized what it was, that was my answer, that was a way out. If anything is gonna work, it's gonna be this. And uh, I committed myself, I was dedicated right after the movie. Um, they tell you in a movie to think about a feather or a butterfly, whichever one you don't see that much. I always saw butterflies because we had cocoons and stuff in the backyard, but I rarely saw uh, feathers. Rarely ever saw feathers. I don't know if it was because it was too windy in my my, my city or, or whatever. But um, the next day, I went outside and there was this huge, like, twelve inch feather. I still have it hanging up over there. Um, it was just kind of slightly tucked into my windshield wiper, just dangling. just enough just enough to where I had to like run and stop it from hitting the ground I was just like man if I can do that you know that bird had to be at the exact spot and the wind had to be and then stick it there long enough for me to actually get dressed and go outside and go Mm -hmm. if I can do all that I can do anything and it was it it was it was a done deal from then I had decided and I just had to do the work after that
0: that's so interesting that you say that because I had like a very similar story because I like started questioning like life like oh there had to be there has to be more than this and my parents told me like I was one of those like um special children they used to say that they thought I had powers (laughs) because I would say things as a child and they would just be and I have like all these other like crazy stories but I also um discovered the secret and I would like look at my cat because I feel like animals just know and I'd be like, "I know you know the secret of life, like just tell me." And then the movie <laughs> secret, I manifested it. But something else that really resonated with me was the feathers. I started seeing a lot of feathers, like a lot, like every single day, I just kept seeing feathers. Um, I don't know if you know Abraham Hicks, you probably yes. know Abraham Hicks, the very first time I listened to the audio, and um, I don't know if you ever heard um, the audio of the Law of Attraction book that they have. Yes, yes,. Yeah, Very so funny. Esther has the introduction. She's all like hyper Esther, and back then, when she would get into the flow and allow Abraham to flow through her, her voice was like a distinct change. And I remember I heard it for the first time, and it kind of creeped me out because I was like, <laughs> um, I hope this is like, you know, you learn all this stuff after, but I hope this is like good energy, like what if this is something bad that's coming through yeah. her? And I remember I was driving to my boyfriend's house as I was listening. And then he knew that I kept finding all these feathers and I walk into their kitchen and there's this giant hawk feather. <laughs> so it's <this laughs> probably like the same feather that you had based on how long it was. And I was like, where did, you, where did this come from? He was like, oh, I found it in the backyard. I, I knew you were collecting feathers so I cleaned it off for you. But it was just in the kitchen right after I was contemplating like, maybe I shouldn't go down this route. So it's very interesting that we've had like similar things come up and like confirm that for us so but. that's what it
1: is once you get that confirmation then you just start running
0: mm-hmm. you start
1: pointing that stuff and getting it uh retirement was just the beginning I, I got custody of my kids after that uh, I got my pilot's license I moved to Florida I totally changed my lifestyle and what I do I don't cook I don't clean I barely drive I don't know how to use my washing machine and I that's not because I can't figure it out
0: yeah, uh, but I choose too.
1: to keep. I choose yeah. to keep it that way. I don't want to yeah. know how it works. Um, so yeah, it's just stuff like that that just makes life that much more enjoyable mm-hmm. that I shoot for, and I get.
0: I really like that you say that because sometimes people think within the spiritual community, like it's not good to like aspire to have like that type of financial freedom and the money and all of that. So. Yeah. I also like really resonate with that because like money is energy, just like everything else. And it's a part of life. And with money, there's so much more we can do. So I really resonate um, with that type of mindset of not thinking in order for you to be spiritual, you have to sit in a cave and just meditate Mm -hmm. all day. Like a monk. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And that's funny about monks because with no responsibility, no kids to worry about, uh, their meals, they grow. So they don't have to worry about that or TV shows or Facebook. Yes. Then you, I guess you could live that lifestyle out there, but the basic essence of human nature is to progress, mm-hmm. to do better, get better, be better. And those things require money. And I'm not going to deny the part of my body that says that Lamborghini is awesome. Yes, Yeah. You know, I'm not going to deny that. Just go get the Lamborghini. If, and 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 I'm and people say, oh, that won't make you fulfilled. I'm not looking for it to fulfill me. I'm good. I've discovered exactly. law of attraction. I meditate. I'm one with God. I'm good on that note. But on the same note, the way I like to play video games. I mean, sometimes I like to drive Lamborghinis. You know, yeah. And I'm not going to deny myself. And if I have the the ability to manifest it, then let's get to manifesting.
0: Exactly, because it's all part of life, and it's like. I, I it really resonate with like going really deep into spirituality but there has to be a reason why we're here in the physical like it's not just you know just to be in this state of like meditation all the time so what is it that you do different differently when it comes to like the spiritual laws that um, really allows you to basically like make your success inevitable because I um, it seems like you have done like a lot you know, and you've like interviewed like thousands of people, um, who are also considered like spiritual gurus, but it's like, now you're your own, like your own spiritual guru. And now you get to help other people, which is awesome. So, um, yeah. So what exactly is it that you, like, what's your take on it that you think adds to your success with the laws?
1: You know, I stick to the script. I think that's what sets me aside from everybody else is I stick to the script uh, not everybody else, I'll just say most people, um, if thoughts become things and my negative thoughts will produce negative futures, that's it. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure that of my 60,000 thoughts on average per day per person, of that 60,000, I need to make as many of those positive as I can. At least 30,001 need to be positive. Any other thought is contributing to a negative future, which I don't want. And so I really attack that. You can't wake up 30,001 times a day to be at 51%. That That would be daunting. That task is, that's just too much. And so what I do is I reprogram my brain to see things differently. So when I see things differently, as bad news or bad emails come, I'll filter and send out a different energy wave than I would have before. You have to retrain your average thoughts. You have to retrain the way you see things so that your brain... Thing like this, the brain muscle, has muscle memory. It's going to throw at you what it's used to throwing at you. So if it's, throwing, if it's negative thoughts, it's going to keep throwing at you negative thoughts. Change what it's used to throwing at you, Change, which changes the seeds that you water. I like to call it watering seeds. Every thought is like a drop of water going into different flower pots, like things I like about my spouse, things I don't like about my spouse, house, car, kids, that last Facebook post, and you're watering all these seeds, majority rules. The plants with the most nourishment will grow. And the same thing goes for your thoughts. The majority of your thoughts, that's what you're bringing towards yourself. Show me your predominant thoughts and I'll show you your tomorrow. That's what I always tell people. I stick to these principles and I stick to them very, very disciplined. And I think that's what sets me aside for most. I've got over 40 different alarms that go off every day reminding me to do some kind of mental exercise my tattoo, I've got million dollar bills hung up all over the house in different places. Everything I can do to make sure every single thought that I can is working for me, that's what I do. And that's why I produce the results. You can't go half at this, yeah. you'll produce half results and half results make you not have as much confidence in a law of attraction as someone who's just producing like that. Mm -hmm. So it's all connected. It's all this perfect four-dimensional spider web uh, that can be used to your advantage. You're using it now. Everybody listening understand, naysayers. ah, I hear so many people say, I'm going to start on the law of attraction next week because I'm pretty busy this (laughs) week. (laughs) And I'm like, you're using it now. Every single thought you've ever had was contributing to some flower
0: pot. Yes, everything is a manifestation. It's like interesting, like um because I've like had people ask me like, how do you manifest? And it's like realizing like, no, you're always manifesting. It's just consciously manifesting. And that's when you realize that your thoughts do become things and being conscious of the thoughts that you're having. So what I do personally is I like to kind of not um, identify so much with the thoughts and not like give them power. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I personally do that helps me because sometimes, you know, as much as a lot of it has to do with obviously like staying positive, like you say, like, that's what gears towards the, the new story that you're creating. So it's like when whatever you're living now, it's like just a story and it's all based on past thinking. So what is something that you would suggest for people who have those negative thoughts that come up? Like, wh- how do you gauge, or I should say disengage from them so you don't create that future?
1: Well, there's, a, there's a couple different ways physically. Um, and uh, I always take notes so that I can write stuff down. Um, physically, when you feel any type of pest, uh, 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 pain or glide of yourself, for example, you'll feel this knot in your chest kind of go down. And in my mind, it kind of turns red. It's that same knot that when you smile, and goes up and you laugh and it's way up here and you throw You can use that as an indicator to wake yourself up because as soon as you acknowledge it, the fear, the pain, whatever it is that you're feeling, you've disassociated yourself from that situation and you can take your mind elsewhere. You're no longer on that autopilot rabbit hole depression thought process that you would normally be in for the next five minutes. That's that, that's for the moment. Now, before that, There's a book called The Untethered Soul. And what I love about that book is it makes you see your thoughts as an outside entity other Mm -hmm. than you. Mm -hmm. If you have a thought, you are the observer of the thought. And the thought is the thing being observed. Clearly two different things. So those thoughts aren't you. So it allows you to see your thoughts like children waving their hands, clamoring for your attention. And you can either acknowledge them or shoo them away. Different ideas. And it also made me realize that, uh, let's say uh, you got a, a new uh, boyfriend or girlfriend and you call them and they don't answer. What's the first thing you think? What went wrong? Are they mad? Did I do something? And it's the, and that happens all the time. And it's these voices that are, all, and they're always wrong. They'll be like, I'm in the shower. And you're like, I was over here stressing for no reason. So, and this is the voice you're listening to. Mm -hmm. The one that's always bringing you bad information, bad suggestions, always bugging you, waving, trying to take your attention away from the present moment, which is where life wants you to be. This is the voice that you're listening to. So all these different things I kind of use to shoot down the validity and the power that these suggested thoughts have to the point where I want to take over. I want to proactively think because that is scripting my future. Either way, it's scripting my future. I'm not going to let that thought that's always wrong script my future. And I don't suggest anyone else let it do that either. So those are just a, a couple ways that I deal with the ego. That voice, here's the thing about that voice. You look in the mirror, all good looking, going to your friend's wedding. <laughs> and I clean up good. And that voice is like, well, you could have lost 10 pounds. It's like, come on, man. Like, Why are you messing with me right now? Uh, the thing about that is, For one, it's just doing its job. For two, to hate it is to hate yourself because it's a part of you. And that only manifests more hating yourself. And going back to what I said about it, just doing its job, it's just trying to wake you up back to the present moment. Everything in life, everything about life wants you in the present moment, not in the future, in the past, in your mind. So every single thought you have, something like wakes you up from every single one. And that's your ego using all of the information that your subconscious has to do whatever it has to do to wake you up to this moment. That's not what you're doing. That's not what you're at. You're trying to picture yourself a millionaire. That's not what's currently happening. And it will use whatever it has to, bank statements, facts, figures, percentages to wake you back up to the moment. So once you recognize and accept these things, it's a lot easier to maneuver through and work out ways to say things where the ego will shut the hell up. An example <laughs> is this. If you were to say, I'm retired, I'm retired, I'm retired, the ego's going to say, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. But if you were to say, how would it feel to be retired? The ego has no choice but to step back and let the subconscious honestly answer the question. It would feel amazing. Now, it might not last long. You might only get three seconds before the ego steps in and says, how are you going to retire? but guess what? For those three seconds, you watered a seed that would have not normally gotten water. And it's things like that, different ways of saying and being and thinking things that make the ego stand down. And these are the things that you come up with when you're committed to finding out and learning how your mind works, how you need to work it, and how you can use it to your advantage, uh, which is all a choice. You know, it's all a choice. You can either choose to be on all pilot and let the day go on Days pass by where you could choose to wake up more often and make change. And that's the key point, choosing to wake up more
0: often. Yeah, I resonate with that a lot because especially within like this law of attraction spiritual community, there's always this emphasis on like kind of like pushing away your thoughts or fighting them or running away from them. But that's when you kind of give your power to them. So, like you mentioned, it's being like the observer realizing that you are more than those thoughts. And like you said, they're just doing um, their job of keeping you in the present moment. And it's the reason why you're having these thoughts could very well be from the the old stories and the past thinking that you you were having. What I've done is like when those thoughts come up, I kind of just listen to them and I tell them like, okay, like this is an old story though. And then I kind of like, and like you said, you let yourself feel it in your body because there's like you will feel the physical manifestation of it. But as soon as you focus on it, it like disappears. Mm -hmm. And again, it just wants you to get present and realize that it's there. And then once you shine that light on it, I'm like, okay, like this is an old story that's playing out. And then I just gear it towards whatever it is that I wanna like shift it to. And sometimes I kind of talk to it, like it's like an employee of mine. Like I'll tell (laughs) it, I'll tell it like, okay, you know, maybe your old, like if a fear thought comes up, maybe your old role was fear, but now, you know what, it's, we're rebranding the company <laughs> and you've been, <laughs> you've been promoted to confidence. And it's like, I literally just try to talk to it. Like it's its own separate thing.
1: Recently, I've, uh, I've learned to refer to it as judge. I like that name because it, you know, what it insinuates that that character is constantly judging and I don't like people who are constantly judging. And so it kind of really makes me separate from it and look at it in a light uh, that makes me wake up to it more often. It's like if somebody who had a really negative vibe and was just a butthole at your job, mm-hmm. it's like you're sitting at lunch and they come and sit down next to you. You notice it immediately mm-hmm. and you don't wanna be in its presence, that essence, that energy. And, and that's, that's great for me because When it comes and sits down next to me at the lunch table in my mind, the the ego or negative thoughts or whatever it is, I immediately recognize it, just like a person. And I immediately take moves to remove myself from that frequency.
0: Yeah, so naming it is very, very powerful. So like, what's the most incredible thing that you've manifested? Or maybe it could have been like, maybe your first quote unquote, big manifestation that not only showed you that these laws actually work, but like how powerful you really are.
1: Uh, retirement was the big one. It was a big one. I saw the secret in March of 2008. I learned how to meditate 16 days later. Um, I never forget that because it was so difficult to do with my brain, just being what it was. You know, I was a cop in the most dangerous city in America. So you can imagine the kind of poverty and, and crime scenes and things that I, I've seen, Um, so it was really hard, but I remember just thinking to myself, um, my little cheat code. I'm so happy and thankful that I'm good at meditating. I'm so happy and thankful that I like meditating. And next thing you know, it was it. And I've been a huge fan ever since. So that would be my biggest first manifestation, but custody of my kids was the same type of deal that was right after that. I went to court with no lawyer. I don't know any fathers, any males that have custody of their kids to this day. And I went in there with no lawyer. I just had the law of attraction and a tremendous amount of confidence at my back. And one thing led to another. And that was that.
0: That's so powerful. It seems like a lot of things just happened like right after another.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had a clear, very clear regimen of what I would do. And since then, that was 13 years ago, I've done nothing but perfect that regimen better and better over and over again every single day. I don't take days off up until today. I've worked on perfecting my techniques and perfecting the way that I put them out there so it can be received better by anyone. Tall, short, fat, skinny, male, female, old, young, black, white. I wanna make sure it's universal to whoever uses it. And I wanna make sure it's universal to any situation you can possibly think of. And I've managed to succeed in those areas. I'm very proud of the work that's been done I throw a summit now Um, over the past 13 years I've interviewed thousands of people but I throw a summit now where I get groups of law of attraction specialists together and I'd love for you to come join us one month and we just bounce ideas off each other like in like a campfire type atmosphere we're just shooting ideas off each other and every 30 minutes everybody gets a chance to shine um, their own little segment And uh, it's just a beautiful collaboration of ideas. And that is um, what I use to shape everything that I do. All the ideas that I get from everyone, I'm sure I'll learn something from you today. Uh, Like Michael Jordan, he used to learn something from every single player he played against. He made sure he learned something, even if it was what not to do. Um, So you pull this information you pull it, you write it down, you jot it down and it sits on a book. Don't do nothing unless you choose to use it. That's why I said choosing is the most important part. You have to choose to wake up. Choose to set alarms to wake up first. Then once you wake up, you have to choose to do a mental exercise. And what I mean by that is this, my watch will go off reminding me to say yes 10 times because it's a powerful freaking affirmation. I love that. By the third yes, you're smiling by the fifth one your brain is throwing at you reasons to say yes it's a beautiful thing <laughs> so my alarm goes off I click it okay I'm gonna finish this email and do my affirmation I'll never remember
0: mm-hmm. so it's the
1: choice to do it right then and in there the
0: moment yeah
1: and now that I think about it I never thought about this before oh my goodness raising my vibrational frequency in that moment before finishing that email is only going to help that email
0: so true Or whatever
1: situation so it's, it's definitely uh, beneficial uh, to do it, but making the choice is everything.
0: That's, that is so true. What you were saying about answering the call to do the affirmation in that moment and then realizing how much more powerful it is before you ended that email. I honestly truly believe like, you've already like set your mind on greatness, right? Like it's already done. You've already decided like, you're going to live an amazing life. <laughs> And you've embedded these tools in for you. So when those thoughts come up, just like when those random ego thoughts come up and we kind of address them and we give them attention, it's the same thing. And I truly believe like you already in that past now moment, because I I believe the same thing, like there's no past, there's no future. It's just now because everything gets experienced in the now. In that past, quote unquote, past moment, When you set those alarms and motions, I honestly feel like there's like a part of you which already like tapped into that energy for it to come up in those perfect moments when they're resonating for you and they're the most beneficial. So I always feel like there's a reason why you have those things come up within those certain moments. So then, yeah, like you said, like the email, sometimes we can't always gauge it. But I feel like like the email, email, for example, now you're at such a better energy. And now when you send that email out, it's, it's not going to be the same email at the end.
1: Definitely not. And it's not going to get the same results. I just want to throw this out there. If, if you are to try something like this, set an alarm, it does go off mid-email. And you're in the middle of a paragraph, an important paragraph. And you can't stop and say yes 10 times or, or say thank you 10 times. Just smile. Smile for the next 30 seconds while you're typing. Your ideas will be better. They'll be crisp. You'll get your point across a little bit different, a little bit friendlier. Even if you're trying to be stern, it won't be so threatening. Trust me, it will adjust things. I said, Thank you. And I pointed back there. I just want to show everybody I have these little poker chips that I made up. And uh, I, I keep them in my pocket because it's a weird shape. You reach around, you're like, Man, what's that in my pocket? Oh, yeah. And on the poker chip, On one side, it says, remember, thoughts become things, stay focused. And uh, the other side, it's just the website and and my picture. And it says, thank you. That thank you isn't me thanking people for purchasing this poker chip. That thank you is the mental exercise. I want you to say thank you 10 times every time you feel this coin in your pocket. And you can say other things. I love life. Life is great. My car is amazing. I love my job. I love my spouse. That's cool. But oftentimes when people go to do affirmations, their alarm goes off and they're like, all right, what affirmation do I do? What do I want out of life? What do I want right now? And the next thing you know, they didn't forgot to do the affirmation and they're (laughs) on the next phone call. So it's just a simple one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Or yes, 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 yes. So that's why I do it. And you guys, you can pick these uh, poker chips up. I have a wristband that says thoughts become things, stay focused. I use that when I'm driving for when people cut me off. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm like
1: maybe i wasn't meant to get off that exit at that time that person could yeah. have probably just saved my life
0: and exactly. put me in a
1: space of uh, gratitude and you could pick that in the t-shirts up on neopositivity.com anything you got to do do it pick up a stone that's what i used to do put the stone in my pocket every time i reached in there i would do my mental exercise End of the night emptying out my pockets i see that stone that's my reminder to do my mental exercise The Reminders app on your phone, your watch, whatever you got, use it to your advantage.
0: I actually do um, affirmations on my Reminder app, but I really like the yes and the thank you and the smile, because like you said, sometimes we get wrapped up on, okay, what do I want to focus on manifesting in this moment? But yes, and thank you, and even just smiling, it all encompasses that same powerful energy because regardless of what you're manifesting, one, you're going to say yes to it. And two, you're going to be grateful and show appreciation. So I just love how it encompasses everything. Because I feel like a lot of times people get wrapped up in, if I'm trying to manifest like a car, for example, I have to visualize it 20 times a day. I have to script for it 20 times a day. What method do I use? And it's like all of those things, I honestly feel like they're part of the 3D so we can like enjoy the journey to our manifestation but the real power lies within us like those techniques and you know the visualizing and the scripting I feel like they really help but I feel like sometimes people get wrapped up on seeing them as the power source when they're in manifestation it's like no all of that energy is coming from you so like saying things like thank you and yes and like feeling that that energy like that's where the real power is
1: Hell yeah. I like to think of it like this. Every moment, God or the universe or whatever you believe created you and is creating life as you go. That essence, that entity gives you one energy dollar per moment to spend on whatever you want. Pain, fear, paranoia, joy. And that will be, it'll arrive on your doorstep like a package from Mm amazon.com. So you spend your energy dollars wisely.
0: We get very selective on what we're going to eat and who we're going to hang out with, what clothes, what brand we're going to buy. And it's like, we need to do the same thing with our thoughts and the things that we're focusing and we're giving our energy to. So I know like money and love are like the two most popular things that people want to manifest in life. And I honestly feel like they're, they're like intertwined and people don't realize it so um what's your like advice for people manifesting in these two like main areas
1: oh man well with the law of attraction it's the same formula to get anything you have to see it as though you already have it and you have to appreciate it and so if you're feeling like you're broke you're manifesting more being broke there's a level of make-believe that is going to have to be played out you have to get good at playing make-believe like you were when you were a child. We're we're still playing make-believe now. We're just using it to run scenarios like paying bills and things of that nature. You have to spend time in a different headspace if you want to be in that headspace. One of the ways I used uh, to get money was I thought about my relationship with money. I I, I like to give things a personality, an essence, uh, not a title or, or a name for certain things, but like money. I say God money. And and that represents all the money on the planet. I call it God money. Um, God car represents every vehicle, every four-wheeled vehicle on the planet. And the one I'm driving at that moment is the current God car. I look at this money essence entity and I say to myself, what's my relationship like with it? And back then my money flow was not nice. And so my relationship with money was poor and I was manifesting more poor relationships with money. However, one day I picked up a $100 bill and I really appreciated the $100 bill, not for me having it, because when you try to appreciate having a $100 bill, when you're broke, the ego's going to step up and say, yeah, that's the only one you have. You better hold on to it. Don't spend it. You might need it here. It wasn't that. What I was appreciating was the fact that the $100 bill was the highest form of currency that we can hold in our hands, in America at least. Respect it's the top dog in its form. And I love hundred dollar bills. Now that kind of feeling for God money made God money love me back. Oh, I and love so that. it's little things like that. And you only have to have a penny to have money. It can be big, it can be small, but you only have to have a penny to have money. So to search for money outside of you, is a fool's errand, it's something you'll never get. Everything that's ever existed is just vibrating energy waves, including you and that money. Just one big vibrating energy wave. All of us are really truly just one. So for me to search for a dollar that exists outside of me is for me to search for something that does not exist. Those type of fool's errands and things like that helped me wrap my mind around money and see it in a different light. And as soon as I saw it in a different light, it saw me in a different light. Same goes for relationships. I always tell people, uh, guys complain all the time. My, my girlfriend doesn't cook me a home-cooked meal like she used to. I tell them this. Remember when was the last time she cooked you a home-cooked meal? Sit in there. Taste the flavors. Really feel that somebody did that for you. They cared enough for you. They took care of you. She's doing what you want her to do. And I guarantee she'll make you a sandwich this week. I always say, you might not get the dinner, but something's going to change. You're going to get that sandwich and you take that sandwich and you say, I appreciate that sandwich. I love that sandwich. I'm thankful for that sandwich and you'll get the next step. And that's the test of life over and over and over again. Can you stay positive in the face of the negative? Can you stay positive Broke. Can you stay po- about your can you stay positive about your money situation while you're broke? Can you stay positive about your spousal situation while you don't like your spouse? That's the test of life that you keep getting over and over and over again. And to add on to that, I just want to say: can you stay positive in the face of the negative? Can you stay positive in the face of the neutral? And can you stay positive in the face of the positive? Those are all tests. Because for a person like me who's good at the law of attraction, manifesting everything that they want and just pointing that and getting it, you get numb to it. So when good stuff happens, I just chalk it up. I'm like, oh, that was great. Next. That's not appreciating. Yes. That's not how you get it. So can you stay positive in the face of the positive it is a legitimate test, It is a legitimate question. But this is what you're being tested with, with every single thing that happens to you. You stand up, stub your toe. Can you stay positive in the face of the negative? That email, that phone call. This is a test over and over and over again. And you have to win as many little battles as you can if you want your future to be what you want it to be.
0: Everyone, like there's always something, regardless. I know like like everyone's situation's different, but I'm like a big, I'm a scientist. I'm a big science nerd. So I'm like, even if all you can do is just be like, wow, like my heart is beating right now. Like blood is circulating through my veins. Like there is so much that we don't even have to be consciously aware of. And that's why I think there used to be that saying that we only use 5% of our brain. I think we only consciously use 5% of our brain because that other um, 95% is all the subconscious, like, you know, blood circulating, food digesting. And it's like, realizing, like, all of that stuff is already like taken care of. So even if, You know, when those negative things come up or just being able to sit in it and just be like, wow, like my heart's beating right now. And, you know, that could always also bring you in the present moment.
1: You know what? I'm going to key in on that because think about a paper cut. No one appreciates having a finger or being able to move it until they get a paper cut right there (laughs) Mm -hmm. then you walk around for the next week like this thinking about you know how you want your hand to be back healed again don't wait until you get hurt to appreciate you heard that sound that was a that was a perfect example of the little chimes and the little things that the universe will do co-signing on what you're saying or waking you up to the moment i love that little dings and clicks and then some you hear a noise use those uh to wake up uh whenever you can and then choose to do mental exercises after that but like i was saying don't wait until you're hurt to start appreciating don't wait until you're lonely to start appreciating your spouse appreciate them now you know how they say the grass is greener on the other side the grass is greener on the side you water
0: yes a hundred percent
1: make sure you're watering the right seeds
0: 100%. That's why I feel like regardless of whatever it is like let's say you're manifesting like a car, a house, love, like even within the area of right now in this present moment, what how, how can you be grateful for it? So like if you're trying to manifest a new car, for example, talk about how you have a car right now that you're able to drive. If you don't have a car you can drive, you have legs you can walk, you have a bus you can take. There's always something that even when you're trying to manifest a particular area, allow yourself to sit in this present moment right now. How can you show appreciation when it comes to regards to that thing that you're manifesting right now? And then it really does show you like, yeah, I already have all of like, I have so much right now. And it's like, I don't need these things to make me happy. They're just going to add on to what I already have.
1: It's a slippery slope, this game that we're talking about. Your mind can take you to 50 different directions, but confidence in the fact that the mental world is the prerequisite to the physical world. In other words, everything you think about over there, the majority wins, the top uh, majority thoughts are gonna shape this world. That gives you a confidence in the mental world. And so when you close your eyes and you ask yourself, how would it feel to be driving a new car? And you sit in it and it feels good for a second. You can do that over there. I always ask people how much money, here you go right now, Carly, how much money do you have in the mental world?
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) My brain said zillions. I don't even know if that's a number.
1: (laughs) But you know what? Here's the thing. Couldn't you give zillions of dollars to each and every person on this planet and still have not even tapped your resources?
0: Yep. I believe that 100 percent and i'm like when you think about it all the things that we have right now we never had to go like outside of this planet like to even get them like everything existed now like money was a human creation so it's like tapping into the realization like it's abundant just like everything else here we're not going outside to like outside this planet to try to find things everything is here all right, what,
1: what we need will be created for us i think it's the secret of one of the books they talk about if we ran out of gold if all the gold in the mountains just ran out as humans we would manifest more new gold would be discovered somewhere chemical composition whatever it is abundance feel okay. that abundance up here and you begin to feel it out there probably what abundance is we've been taught limits since we were born You can only reach so far. You can only scream so loud. We grow up. Our parents teach us, you can only spend so much. Every second of every day, I can only jump so high. We live in so many limits. We don't know abundance. So when we try to picture abundance, I try to, I give people all the time, tell me what it would be like to go on a vacation with unlimited money. Conversation doesn't last more than 30 seconds because it's like they can't fathom it. And it's that relationship with abundance that we need to strengthen it's going to be tough it's going to be a tough battle controlling one's thoughts is the hardest thing a person can do but it yields the greatest rewards which is the ability to create your future so stay on task get devoted and get dedicated because without that none of this is going to work the fact of the matter is if you manifest the law of attraction not working for you that's what will happen That's what I'm saying. It'll show you, it'll prove to you that it doesn't work if that's what you're manifesting, it not working. So there's a a degree of faith in the system that has to be had. That's why I like to have faith in the mental world becoming the physical world, because that makes me, I could do anything.
0: I can do anything
1: I want. And it's going to come over here. Oh, yeah, I'm on board. Let's go.
0: (laughs) It's funny, because something that I recently started doing that really allows me to basically step back into that power and into that mental world is I go through the day, for example, and I realize the things that I've manifested throughout the day, because everything's a manifestation, people giving me compliments, my um, director saying good things about my work. And then I sit and I'm like, what thoughts or what actions or even like the manifestation techniques, if I'm doing any, like, what did I do? that led to this moment and then it really allows me to realize like literally everything is a manifestation I could literally pinpoint the concepts the things that I was thinking that led to those moments and then it really allows me to like realize like well like you said step into the mental and realize this is what is creating everything
1: if you had to in one sentence tell me what's your biggest goal in life you want to accomplish before you leave this planet what would it be
0: for me, it's basically like teaching everyone how powerful they are like that's like my like that one that all encompassing thing because yeah like I have lots of stuff I'm manifesting like in the physical, but like just overall in life in general. That would be my biggest thing. Because as I learn these things and test them out and see the result of them, my mind just is blown. And I'm like, everyone needs to know this.
1: You know what, so I'll say this. I know for a fact you're going to succeed in most of the things that you do because you ask the same question I ask. What were, the th- <laughs> what were the thoughts leading up to the event?
0: Mm-hmm. Every
1: celebrity that I study, that I work with. Like I said, everyone I talk to, I learn a little bit from them. That's what I'm going for. I want to know what you were thinking in the weeks before your freaking career just exploded. So I can dissect that and use it for myself yeah. and teach everyone else. That is the question that I've been asking everybody and getting at everybody for years. And so the fact that you just kind of brought it up and how you asked yourself that, that is a person who is successful and who is going to be successful because you're asking the right questions.
0: It's crazy that you say that because obviously I, I always have like all of these ideas that I'm always bouncing around and all these things that I'm focusing on. But that one was a very recent one. And I realized my, higher self or whatever you want to call it, has been like dabbling me towards this path because I even have a whole manifestation book where I literally sit down and I started writing all the things that I manifested. Some of them I I was consciously trying to manifest, like I said, and what I did in order to get there. And then now I just started doing it in my head, like very recently. And it's crazy because I started doing this before I scheduled this interview with you. And your whole thing is about how thoughts become things. And I literally started really diving deep into this. So it literally just shows how everything is literally connected. Just like when we were both asking for the secret to life, we just basically attracted like manifestation and the secret into our life. Like it, I'm just, I'm not even surprised.
1: It's <laughs> funny. I have one of those books right over there and uh, it got so thick because I would add pictures because I didn't want to write so when I found myself writing pages my hand would hurt so I would just throw pictures in there and it got so thick that I don't even write in it anymore there's just too much stuff to write down yeah and so that's that's amazing um one thing you said I wanted to key in on the more people that stand to benefit from your goal the quicker and easier you will achieve it so to have a goal to assist the world in something that's a beautiful goal oh. yeah so you so you know if you want a car because you want to look good in it and it serves just you you know you can get it but you'll enjoy the path more it'll come more fluent and beautiful the more people that are benefiting from it so just keep that in mind everybody as you're you know doing these exercises
0: yeah I, I really do resonate with that because you know like like most people, I want to be a millionaire, like, why not, you know, and it's funny, because one of the things that I plan to do with my millions is my family's from Haiti. Um, Even though I grew up here in the States, my parents and my two older siblings were actually born in Haiti. I want to basically get other millionaires and billionaires, and basically help like rebuild Haiti, and then also teach them about manifestation. Because (laughs) like i wanna i wanna give them the platform obviously like you know they need roads they need running water everywhere like take care of all of that and then teach them how to do it for themselves because i feel like it's it's like so much more powerful when you realize like you know especially when you come up with that type of upbringing and you you kind of rely on the world to take care of you like it's a beautiful thing when when you know people outside of you can help you and they support mm-hmm. you But then when they teach you how to not need them, for me, it's like the most incredible thing. I
1: used to, man, it's been a long time. You're bringing some old stuff out of me, but good (laughs) stuff that I'm so shocked I forgot about. But I like, I I used to say that I like to teach people about every nut and bolt in the car Mm -hmm. so that if the car breaks down on the side of the road, they don't have to call me. They can fix it. If you're seeing a psychologist or a psychiatrist and you've been seeing them for years, they're not doing their job. It's not working. You shouldn't be seeing no one for years. You should get healed and get the heck up out of there. So if that's what you're doing, I encourage everybody to um, uh, explore alternate methods. But yeah, that's my thing. I need to teach you every nut and bolt so that you don't have to call me, for one, and so that you can teach it to your kids because they're your prized uh, you know, life's uh, gift. That's, that's huge for me.
0: Yeah. And then that's how the world changes and everything progresses. So yeah, I absolutely love that. So I know we're running out of time. So um, I wanted to end with the summit and ask you a little more about that. But um, before that, I had one other question. Um, Did you, have you heard of law of assumption by any chance?
1: No, I don't think that's, no, it doesn't ring a bell.
0: I was actually going to ask you um, how you think it relates to law of attraction, but really quickly, law of assumption is basically the idea that not only are you attracting the things in your reality, but you're creating them. And the reason why you're creating them and it's not so much of, because there's this connotation that attraction makes it seem like things are outside of you and you're bringing them in. Mm -hmm. Whereas law of assumption is you are creating these things and the reason that you are is not only are you extension of god but you're the god within your universe and within your reality it's literally a slight very slight difference
1: i haven't heard about it but i will say this you get what you expect deep down in your subconscious so like that small business owner who was saying i'm going to succeed i'm going to succeed but ended up failing because 99% of small businesses fail deep down inside he expected to fail and that's why he failed and I would say that the law of assumption seems to line up with that because if you assume you're going to win, you win. If you assume you're going to fail, you fail. And so, yeah, it sounds great to me. I want to look it up. A huge part of my law of attraction success comes from my oneness with God. And when I say oneness with God, I mean oneness as in no separation because that's that's the definition of oneness. You can get that separation out I grew up in a religion where they said God would smite thee if who art thou goeth the wrong way. I grew up in that type of religion to where God was different from me and could smite me if he didn't like what I was doing. Now, that is the opposite of oneness. Oneness means one, and I wouldn't do that to me. The rules of the game have no bias. Think bad stuff, bad stuff happens. Think good stuff, good stuff happens. It's on me to choose there's no being or entity that's going to judge me for this and this and that, that, and that. So wrapping your head around stuff like that is a huge part of this. So I suggest everybody get in with that. You, you really hit it. You really hit a home run talking about, you know, being a mom of God and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy because literally the Bible obviously has like a lot of stuff that's all mixed around in it, but it says it multiple times in the Bible that man and God are one I dwell within you but it's funny because when law of assumption came out because people are like oh law of attraction versus law of assumption and I'm like I've been interpreting the law of attraction
1: (laughs) the way the law of assumption
0: (laughs) is it's a very slight different but I feel like it's like like if you can't wrap your head around the idea of that oneness it just basically takes you to that next layer of understanding like yeah you ask the universe for signs but it's like you are the universe. Funny that you bring up religion because I grew up Catholic. There's this old time author named Joseph Murphy and also Neville Goddard does it too. I don't know if you've ever listened to Neville, but they'll basically dissect the Bible and show you how it gets interpreted for subconscious and conscious mind. And it's not necessarily this God outside of you, but how it's God within you. And that literally just shifts like everything for me because it really makes you realize like, how powerful you really are and how connected you are like you said it's that oneness
1: and it's a shame because a lot of religions and things of that nature consider it blasphemy to think that way
0: I know and it kind of
1: it kind of makes me wonder why they would do that why would you purposefully keep people down
0: at first, for me, too, it felt weird saying, wait, I'm the God in my reality? Like, like, am I allowed to say that I'm one with God? And when I'm, like, setting these things in motion, this God is within me. And you I realized, what? I'm like, it makes, it makes sense, though. And the more you think about it, the more comfortable you get with it.
1: When people are shell-shocked to say it out loud and don't like it, I like to do this. God can stop your life right now but he cannot stop you from thinking about a red apple on the table, can't. Now that red apple on the table, you have God-like power in the mental world. You can create whatever you want, whenever you want. And the mental world is what's going to happen here. Yeah. So you got God-like power there. You got godlike power here. To kind of bring people in and show them how powerful they are.
0: And then it's like, once you tap into that oneness, whenever you doubt yourself, it's like, well, can anything go against God? can God be sick? Can, is God limited? Is God poor? And it's like, no, like it's, it sounds like crazy when you think about it. And it's like, oh wait,
1: then you make it home. Sounds crazy at first, but then you make it home. Yeah. And then the problems that come at you, you look at them like a piece of mail. Okay. I'm giving it right back to you. Handle that. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I handle problems, issues, email. All right. Yeah. That was good entertainment here. You can have that back. Go ahead and do your thing. Yeah. Solve it. <laughs> Cause I know he can solve it. And he's partly me. That's you gotta you gotta be able to see yourself as one with God and you gotta be able to see yourself as separated. There's two yeah. sides of every coin, and you gotta be able to see both because you have to have conversations. There were when I first saw my oneness with God and realized it and, and really, you know, brought it to heart, my conversations with God stopped because I was like, Well, I'm just talking to myself and I know what I'm gonna say next. I know what happened to me today. And so you have to have both. You have to be, I do these things called progress reports. Well, I'll give God a progress report. And as soon as you start doing a progress report, you feel silly because you're like, God's in here. He can hear everything I'm saying. He knows what happened. What's the point in doing it? Then you realize the point is feeling it, Mm -hmm. saying it out loud. It's like thinking affirmations is powerful. Saying them is even more powerful. Writing them down is even more powerful. So use every tool in your toolbox.
0: Yeah. Awesome. This has been incredible. So before we close, I do want to ask about these monthly law of attraction summits that you have. What are they all about and how can my guests learn more about them as well as get in contact with you?
1: Neopositivity.com is a website. You can find a link there. The direct website would be neosloasummit.com. And if you go on Facebook and look in Neopositivity's Thoughts Become Things Summit, you'll find a group and that's where you get like updates. On what's going on, and you get your daily affirmations. I also have a newsletter that I send out a uh, different mental exercise um, five days a week. But for the summit, yeah, it's just a great campfire atmosphere where everybody's just chopping it up, exchanging law of attraction ideas. Every half an hour, we stop, and everybody gets five minutes to answer two questions: How do you use the law of attraction, and what has it done for you? I want to know what you're doing, affirmations, morning rituals. Uh, thought process, manipulation is changing. And I want to know what it's done for you. Have you retired? Are you healthier? Did you find your spouse? Did you get that promotion, that car, that dream job? And then after that five minutes of answering those two questions, for the next 25 minutes, you take questions from the audience. How do you handle the ego when it won't stop beating you in the head? How do you handle a spouse who won't stop being negative regardless of how much you want them but you can't break up with them because you're married and got three kids. How do you handle a butthole supervisor? You're answering all these questions. And like I said, we're chopping it up. And we do that for four hours once a month. You need to be reminded about the law of attraction every day. That's why I created the group. Something every day needs to remind you, make this a priority today, especially if you're a busy person. So we couldn't do a summit every day. but I think once a month is dope. Yeah. I have a couple people on there. We chop it up, exchange ideas. I walk away, usually this board is full of notes. I walk away with so much great information and a couple books. It's just a great source of information. And the best part about it is you leave there smiling, happy. You set the tone for that weekend. I'm not saying it's going to last the whole weekend, but you will leave the summit feeling great. And if you that's the, the If that's the least thing you got out of it, that makes it worth it right there. So yeah, check it out, neopositivity.com, the third Saturday of every month from noon to 4 p.m. Eastern time.
0: And is it normally in person, online?
1: Online. Yeah, we, we were doing Zoom. Now we're using StreamYard, but we're streaming it to YouTube, to Facebook, uh, eight different platforms. And here's the thing. The summit... It's free. Most, everything I do is free. I've been working volunteers volunteers. I, I don't know if we got into that. But since I've retired, every speech I've given, everywhere I've gone has been free up to this point.
0: Oh, wow. Because I did not know that.
1: The universe provides. I'm a great manifester. But the, the, the reason the summit is free is, of course, to go with the trend. But think about it like this. There's a good 90% of the world that isn't using the law of attraction. And I, most of them don't even know about it. And if we're going to change the planet, we need that 90%. And that 90% can't afford a $1,000 seminar, especially once a month, or a $500 one. Some of them can't afford a $20 one. And I know people right now, a bunch of, I know a bunch of people that would say, they can afford it. They have to choose to spend that $100 <laughs> on going to your thing. Yeah, that's cool. Technically, they could afford it. But guess what? Rent is due. And if they pay me that $100, it's going to make them stress more, which makes them manifest more reasons to stress, which is counterproductive. We need that 90% on our side if we're going to change the planet. So I had to make it free. And I stand by that. So you got no excuse not to come, everybody. No, come, get your de- come get your <laughs> dose of uh, positivity. Leave there with great information, feeling great for free. I mean, I can't give. I can't offer more than
0: that. <laughs> I love it. And like you said, the universe provides. So I yes. feel like how beautiful is it to learn from someone who isn't necessarily asking you for your money, but is able to manifest financial freedom and abundance for themselves. Well, obviously everything's energy, right? You're going to provide attention, energy, and time, energy, but it doesn't have to be that financial energy and everything is an investment guys. So you investing your time is going to multiply everything else in your life and including money, if that's what you're manifesting. So
1: hundred percent I'm investing my time and putting this summit together and I'm not charging anybody to get in or listen, but the universe pays me in other ways.
0: (laughs) And I, listen,
1: I'd rather the universe pay me than you because whatever you could pay me, the universe can 10 times that it can 10 X that easy. And so I, yeah, I like getting my checks from there.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. This has been so incredible. Thank you so much. I've learned a lot. I'm definitely going to do some of those mental exercises because I feel like anything to help you like get into the present moment, like even like saying yes 10 times or thank you 10 times, it's such a powerful thing, so thank you for everything that you shared with us today. I'm gonna to have all your information in the show notes in the description box. So any last words or anything you'd like to part away with?
1: Well, for one, thank you for having me on. Uh, it was my honor to come on here and uh speak with your audience. um as far as final notes, you know it's written on a shirt all day every day. just remember thoughts become things what seeds are you watering? You want to know what seeds you've been watering? Look around you. Einstein says you are a result of your previous thoughts. Remember that and do your exercises. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much. Powerfully said. Thoughts become things, guys. That's all you need to focus on and that's all you need to know in order to create the life that you are wanting to manifest. And that is it for today, beautiful souls. I hope that this interview resonated with you on your journey and really allows you to tap back into and take your power and really remember that your thoughts really do become things. You are in complete control and you get to create the magnificent life that you envision for yourself. I am rooting for all of you. And really quickly, not sure if you guys noticed, but... I also want to remind you guys, if you guys did not see my previous episode before this one, I am creating the first social and dating app for the spiritual community. So for those of us who are conscious of the fact that we are the creators of our own reality, it will allow you to connect with other beautiful souls, both in your neighborhood and across the world, for friendships as well as potential love interests. My app Soul Tribe also has incredible features which allow you to tap back into your power and connect deeper with yourself, as well as amplify your manifestation. So I will share the link to that in the show notes along with how you can connect with Neo. So, until next time, beautiful souls, I am sending you guys all peace, love, and high vibes. Bye!